This is episode 250, Stop Pleasing and Start Speaking Up with Rhonda. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. I love this episode because I think it's so perfect for what's going on collectively right now. I mean, we're in a time of just massive wake-up calls on so many levels, and it really is the time for us to speak our truth, to speak up, to not allow old patterns of people-pleasing or fear of rejection or fear of upsetting someone or fear of getting in trouble and not being liked, you know, all those little boy and little girl, adolescent and younger child fears stop us from setting boundaries, calling out injustices, and just speaking our needs and speaking up. Now, I always say having our voice and speaking up doesn't mean we get to be jerks. It's not a big permission slip to just be a jerk. So as we're moving out of this people-pleasing and, oh, I'm so afraid to say anything because I don't want to make anybody upset, that that actually is creating more kindness because the definition of being kind is not silencing yourself so that other people like you. That's actually more of the definition of kind of being selfish. You know, I often say that people-pleasing is selfish because when we're people-pleasing, the person we're most concerned about is ourselves. We don't want anyone to get mad or not like us. So I think if you can relate to being scared to speak up, not speaking your truth, being a bit of a people pleaser, I think that you're really going to enjoy today's episode. Before we dive in, I have an announcement. We are still officially hosting our Love Amplified September retreat in Austin, Texas. It is September 24th through 27th in Austin. If for whatever reason we cannot host it live, we will somehow make it right. We will either give refunds, reschedule the date, or decrease your ticket price to a virtual event. This is kind of a time in life where we're all having to just go with the flow and adapt. That said, I'm feeling very strongly that a live event will be possible and that it will be incredibly important at that time. 2020 has been traumatizing to so many people and it's been a wake up call. And even if it hasn't been traumatizing to you, let's say that, you know, internally you've been doing really well, you're still feeling the collective and you're feeling even more compelled, even more called to lead, to love, to make a difference. So our retreat love amplified that I co-lead with my husband, Steph Savandos is about your love of self, your love of others, and your love of your higher power and purpose It's a very experiential workshop. It's breath work. It's guided meditation. It's teaching you new things. It's partner breakouts. It's, I can't even describe how different you'll feel at the end. And this is something we need. 
We need to come together in community again. We need to grow together. We need to create spaces, inclusive spaces for people to come and and share and be welcomed and be authentic. And our commitment is to create that kind of container for you. So I really hope that you'll join us. If you go to christinehassler.com slash retreat, all the info is there. Like I said, we're still offering the early bird discount. You can also email jill at christinehassler.com with any questions. Again, September 24th through 27th in Austin, Texas. If we can't do it for whatever reason, also, like I said, trust me, we'll make it right by you. you. You have our word on that. All right. So as you are listening to my coaching call with Rhonda, consider, are you a people pleaser? Are you often more concerned with being liked, having people be okay than you are with actually speaking your truth? Did you grow up in a home where you had to take care of your parents and parent them so that they were happy and your own needs weren't met? For you parents out there, Are you able to be mama or papa bear to your child, but often have trouble giving yourself that same fierce love? And finally, do you have the gift of discernment? Or you can see when someone's asking in a way that's just, you know, not right, but you often don't speak up. You often don't use your gift of discernment and being able to see the truth. And are you willing to make the truth more important than being liked? So keep those questions in mind as you listen to my call with Rhonda. Rhonda, welcome to the call. How can I help? Thank you. Uh, I feel quite stuck and having lots of emotions around that. Mm. How do you feel stuck? Um, I feel that I I don't know how to deal with emotions as if I, I learned all my life uh, not to feel anything, mm. just to make sure everybody is okay and everything goes with the flow Mm. Mm. and and I'm having lots of issues coming up like I'm not lovable I don't allow people to love me I always need to do more to self-please to people please especially Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and what's making you feel stuck about it are you finally realizing that you don't like living that way exactly it's Mm -hmm. all about that I'm exhausting myself especially Mm -hmm. in this period Mm-hmm. I feel like so tired and not okay and always needing to do more. And during COVID time, like I don't have lots of resources to replenish. So mm-hmm. I really need to, to learn how to put my energy in where it's right. Mm-hmm. And do you listen to the show? Yeah, mm-hmm. I listen to the show all the time. <laughs> so I'm sure that you could be me <laughs> at this point. What do you think this is about? Um, I think it, it's, I, I've been trying to, to figure it out. I think it comes from my childhood, um, where my parents had lots of problems between each other and I was always the, the savior of the couple and making them be okay with each other since I'm like mm-hmm. five years old. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to do that for people and not to listen to myself anymore. But I feel mm-hmm. there's a lot of bullshit around it. What do you mean? Bullshit. As if I'm not being in a relationship with real people these days, I'm always Mm. trying to make sure everything is okay. Got it. So you don't feel like you have those authentic, deep, vulnerable relationships where people really see you. Exactly. And not only relationships at work with the, yeah, at work as well. I always need to do more, to do more, 
dissatisfy mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Well, from my point of view, you're not stuck at all. You're waking up. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. You're probably less stuck than you've ever been because you were stuck in a pattern. You were stuck in a misunderstanding. You were stuck in a very limiting belief that your sense of self, your worthiness, everything was based on what you do and how you please people. That, that kept you stuck. And that's why it's uncomfortable. Exactly. So the first thing that I'd love to support you with is let's drop this story that you're stuck because you probably have more momentum than you ever have had in your life because you want out. Yes, I really do. Yeah. Why it feels like you're stuck is because there's a part of you that doesn't know what to do because you've done it this way for so long. So true. It's so true that you say that. It just makes so much sense. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're right on track with what's going on collectively. We are seeing so many misunderstandings, limiting beliefs, old paradigms that we were all stuck in. And some of us could see, some of us couldn't see, but we were just stuck. And it's like we're waking up and going, we want out. We want Mm -hmm. out of this way of thinking. So I'm excited for you. I think this is beautiful. And your excitement about it is going to be a big part of the change. Because if you stay in fear because it's uncertain, then it's going to feel paralyzing because you're going to keep telling yourself, I don't know what to do. And that's never true. We always know. (laughs) We always know something. We underestimate ourselves all the time. But if you can get into the energy of excitement and curiosity of like, wow, I'm finally going after my freedom. It's going to, yeah. it's going to help give you more momentum. Does that make sense? Completely. Yeah. It gives me also the feeling of it, that it's legitimate to do it. Yeah. So tell me something that you're passionate about. Uh, I'm passionate about my kids, about doing good, about um, culture, about art. Mm-hmm. Um, I work hard. How many kids do you have? Three. How old are they? I have just a baby who's three months old. Mm. And I have a little boy that is uh, in remission from cancer who is four years. Wow. And uh, an elderly boy who's five. So they're both, the three of them are pretty young. Mm. And are you married? Yeah. And how's your marriage? It's okay. I feel that I I struggle in that too, that uh, I'm not being, uh, I wasn't being very authentic, but we're working on that right now. And uh, uh, as you're saying, I feel that I'm waking up in every field in my life and I, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I want to be respected and I want to be heard and Mm -hmm. I want to be myself. Your, your son that had cancer, how many years of his life were you fighting that? All of his life. He's just been in remission just since January. Wow. Yeah. And how was that? Nine months old. Nine months old. It was devastating. Mm. I can't even imagine how hard that has been. What did you learn from it? So many things. I think I heard, I learned also from that not to, uh, not to take anything for for granted, not to dwell on bullshit, Mm -hmm. to be grateful, to be present, to live the present moment. 
And how do you think he was your teacher? Like, how do you think he agreed to pick you as his mom? I guess he was going to teach you something even by agreeing to have cancer. Oh my God. It it was so deep. I saw him going through at least 30 operations, being in Mm -hmm. the hospital for nine consecutive months in, in a small hospital room. And he was completely in trust. He was completely okay because I was carrying him and the baby carrier for all this time. Mm. For four years, I carried him and he, he just looked at my eyes and he does everything like operations, chemotherapy, everything. He just trusts me. And mm. and I was able to be really his uh, support system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did you ever feel that from your parents? No, I felt that I was parenting them. Exactly. So can you see in so many ways that this little guy came in and one of the reasons he came in was to show you what unconditional love and support really feels like? Oh my God, you're making me cry. Yes, it makes total sense. And in so many ways, when we become parents, we have an opportunity to heal our inner child. So just like you'd have him in that carrier and he could look up to you and know that he could totally trust you. Part of your healing is going to be to imagine little Rhonda, little you in that carrier, looking up to you and knowing she can totally trust you. That's huge. Do you trust yourself? I think I can. I think I proved that I can. Mm-hmm. On a gut level, I think I can. Mm. What do you, when do you think that changed? When do you think you finally realized you could trust yourself? I think all during that period, I was mm-hmm. I was really super strong. And I still feel strong now. I feel powerful. I feel uh, positive that I was uh, okay to, to have a baby after him also mm-hmm. and to still be there for him. And when you were caring for your son and he was going yeah. in for surgeries, were you yeah. more concerned about people pleasing and making sure people liked you? Well, I, I wouldn't, it didn't even occur to me. Exactly. Because you had something bigger to fight for. Yes. Yeah. So a big way that we get out of people pleasing is we have something bigger to fight for. And usually that fight is love. And this little guy, you know, any child will help us with that. But when a child is, it's a life or death situation for four years, the mama bear becomes even more fierce. And perhaps you had to access that part of you to stop. To know that it exists. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And And I should just not fall into old patterns because I'm scared to see that. Yeah. Well... How we don't fall into old patterns is we give ourselves what we need that created the patterns in the first place. In other words, this pattern is there because you had to parent your parents. You didn't get the the love and the affection and the connection and the attention that you wanted. So you thought, oh, well, my self-worth is in, you know, pleasing others and making sure other people are happy. Yeah. And what your son has taught you is that when... Love and life are at stake. It doesn't matter at all what other people think. 
But the thing is, love and life are always at stake. There are no guarantees. So how much more of your life do you want to spend in bullshit relationships pleasing people? I don't. I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. So there's two ways. You really, really give yourself that validation and acceptance that you're searching for in others. And you find things in your life that you are deeply passionate about because your purpose as a young child was just to please and take care of other people. Yes. And it's in a lot of ways become your adult purpose too. Three, three young kids, one of which had a, a seemingly terminal illness. Yes. And the blessing in that is you got to really find that fighter, really find that mama bear, really find that piece of you that doesn't give a flying F about what anybody else thinks. You got uh-huh. to access her. But we don't, yes. don't want to just bring her out when we're in stressful, traumatic situations. Yeah. Yeah. So it's accessing that part of you that's so committed to love, so committed to life, so committed to connection, so committed to a vision, bigger vision that you care less about what people think and you care more about love and truth. And not being yeah. a people pleaser doesn't mean that we're just jerks. It means we stop lying to ourselves to please others. Okay. And it means that we're okay with upsetting others. Like with, with your son, did you ever have to tell off a doctor or a practitioner or someone else? Did you ever have to defend your son and possibly countless upset someone? Hmm? And even countless times mm-hmm. and even friends and mm-hmm. even people that would want to come visit when he was immunosuppressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was, I was sticking up for him and it was right. Mm-hmm. And how, how were you okay when other people got upset? I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Why not? My son, because I wanted my son to be okay. I wanted him not to have any germ around him. Right. You didn't care and because you loved sense. your son. Yeah. Yeah. If for love, you're right. For love. Yeah. So can you do that for yourself? I think I can. It makes all sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk just for a moment about your marriage. Yeah. You said that you're working on it. Tell me more about that. We're, we're going through therapy because also that was a big, big deal of what happened to us. I was away from home in the hospital for such a long time. Mm-hmm. So, so lots of things got broken and, um, and my husband is a, a bit upset because I, I didn't leave any place for him. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to reopen that communication and to talk about it and to be vulnerable and to, uh, which is not easy, but I think we're both willing. I think that's beautiful. And I think it will be important in your therapy sessions yeah. for him to understand that part of the reason it had to be so extreme in your behavior, like, you know, not having time for him being such a fighter was one to protect your son, but two, to get you out of this pattern of people pleasing that you've been in your whole life. And this is, I can't stress how important this is because you don't want to create or manifest another situation that's, that is so extreme to bring this non-people pleaser out of you. 
Yes, I don't. No. So you want to proactively have your boundaries, speak your truth, and bullshit relationships. Let it be okay if people are upset at you. You want to proactively be doing that so that that part of you has an outlet, that part of you that is authentic and powerful. And because I really get from you that you are a very intelligent, powerful woman who has lots to say in the world and had to play it safe and play it small and be, be nicey, nicey. Um, when she saw a lot of crap happen in the world that she really wanted to call out, but she didn't, because she didn't want to get in trouble. Yes, completely. I never wanted to get in trouble or to to hurt other people. But you saw it, didn't you? Completely. I still see it. What do you see? I see I see when people take advantage. I see when people t- try not to to own their their beliefs to 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 sneak out of things. Um I I see when when things are not going the way they're supposed to be. And I'm an extremely kind person. I think I can say it in a kind way. I'm just, I just don't want to hurt anybody. Well, I think I'm not serving them. Yeah. Well, but you're, you're hurting yourself. And the, the thing is, sometimes the truth does hurt. I've been called out with truth and love and it's hurt. It's been like, ouch. Yeah. By therapists, by my sister, by my husband, by friends. And it, it honestly doesn't feel great, but it came from love. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't coming from judgment and I chose to receive it and to look at it and to own my end of it and to grow. And that is how as humans, we're going to evolve (laughs) is we have to be willing to call out the truth and we have to be willing to receive the truth. You're, you're allowing me to call you out on being yes. a people pleaser. Yes. And I, I, and I think also about the boundaries, not having healthy boundaries. That's also a big thing. Mm-hmm. So these are the things for you to work on the boundaries and the speaking your truth with love, because we need people like you, Rhonda. We need people yeah. that see injustice and people taking advantage and people making comments that are unfair and coming from biases. We need people to call those people out. And I think also by calling people out and by saying my truth, I will show another um, aspect of myself, an aspect that is not just super nice all the time and Mm -hmm. that doesn't say anything that is not uh, in accordance with what people Mm want to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is something nobody has ever seen in me. Not Probably not. Yeah, you'll be authentic. And again, yeah. your kindness doesn't have to go away, but it can be authentic kindness, not fake nicey nicey. Because yes, you don't want to get in trouble. That fake nicey nicey, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this, okay. this will, you know, when we feel repressed, suppressed, like all our energy is into pleasing other people, it really will impact a marriage. Because especially if you have kids, often marriage gets the leftovers of energy. And, you know, what I think would be helpful in healing some of the wounds with your husband 
is to not from a guilt place, because there's nothing to feel guilty for. It's not going to help, but really from a place of love saying to him, I apologize that I have wasted so much energy, pleasing other people, pleasing people that don't matter to me nearly as much as you matter to me. Oh my God. Yes. And I'm sorry that that's taken energy away from our marriage and I'm committed to working on it. Yeah. How do you think he'd receive that? I think that's what he was waiting for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And having a healthy, strong marriage is one of the best things you can do for your kiddos. Oh my God. Yes. That's what I want. I really do. And having a healthy relationship with yourself, you don't want to. You have all boys or two boys and a girl? Two boys and a baby girl. Okay. So you don't want the boys to think that a woman's job is just to please other people and be nice. No, I don't. And you don't want your daughter to be raised thinking that she needs to be a pleaser. Yes. You want your boys to think they need to be a pleaser either because men can become people pleasers just as easily. So you have a, you know, you have a beautiful gift of discernment. Like if I were... Wow. Going to yeah. assign you a superpower. Like, let me ask you this. How did you know your husband was your husband? Because he was so kind. Because he was really, really a good person. That was really what, what attracted me to him. He mm-hmm. was just the right person. And did you know? That he was a nice person? No, that he was your person. I felt that if there's any justice in this world, if there's any... <laughs> um, uh, really, honestly, I we would end up together. Not yeah. justice. If there's any mystery in this world mm-hmm. that makes sense, and it and it did, it was so obvious. Yeah, that's what I mean about you. You have the gift of discernment. Wow. And so you've been muting that gift because the compensatory strategy and the personality pattern of people pleasing as a protective mechanism because you thought you needed to do that to get love has, has muted a little bit this gift. And I'm standing with you today and saying, let's unleash this gift again of discernment. Oh my God. Yes. I never saw it, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how stuck do you feel? I don't feel stuck. (laughs) I feel excited. Yeah. Yeah, you're not stuck. You're just waking up. Just waking up. And I really deeply acknowledge the mama you are. And I am reminding you with strong conviction to internalize that. That's Mm -hmm. remember, there's two parts there's the discernment, the truth telling, truth with love, the having the boundaries, speaking up. There's that aspect in terms of the outward. And then there's the inward of giving yourself that same, just total unconditional love, protection, validation that you give all your children. Mm -hmm. And it was magnified with your middle son. Yes, it was. It was. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm proud of you and I'm excited for you. 
I took it for myself. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important. <laughs> Thank you, Rhonda, for just your sweetness and your kindness. I could feel your heart and you are just a incredibly kind, brave, strong, lovable person. And I'm so grateful that you were willing to share your story with us. And wow, what a mama, huh? To have a son that in his first part of his life has to fight cancer. What a mama warrior she is. So in this call, we were working with a pattern that comes up a lot on this show, people pleasing. I know a lot of you can raise your hand to that. We all have different degrees of it, but I think we all are invested in making sure that other people like us a large percentage of the time. And more and more, we're living in a world where that just simply doesn't work. It doesn't work because it stifles our authentic expression. And it also doesn't work because when we have too many people pleasers, we don't have enough change makers. I mean, how can we create a better world if we're afraid of pissing people off? You know, any great leader, and you don't have to lead the masses to be a leader. Any great leader cares more about the truth than people's feelings. Again, not a permission slip to be a jerk. However, sometimes the truth does hurt and that's okay. We have to be willing to receive the truth and have it sting a little bit, but then go, all right, what can I learn? And we have to be willing to give the truth. And it's okay if people are upset with us at times. That's okay. They're upset. It's their responsibility. Your responsibility is to speak the truth with love. So for Rhonda, she grew up in a house in a family where she was the parent She had to make sure everyone was okay. And so she really didn't learn how to speak up for herself. And she thought that who she was is this people pleaser. And she's in bullshit relationships. She's in just this place of not feeling like she's herself. And so she said she feels stuck. But as we discussed, she's less stuck than she ever has been. She's waking up. And I know a lot of you are too. So if you're feeling stuck, I encourage you reframe that. You're not stuck. You're waking up. You're in maybe a bit of uncertainty because you're breaking free of old patterns, but you're not stuck. So my encouragement to her was to do two things. Connect with that little one. Give her the love, the validation that she's seeking through people-pleasing and start using that incredible gift of discernment. Start speaking the truth with love, truth and love, truth and love, truth and love. That's always what my first coach Mona taught me. She said, I'm always gonna give you truth with love. Sometimes it's not gonna feel good but it'll always come on the energetic of love. And some of the things she said didn't feel good. (laughs) There were many times in our, how long did I coach with her? 14 year coaching relationship that I would run. (laughs) I'd be like, I'm not coming back, but I always did. So yeah, the truth can hurt sometimes. However, sometimes it hurts us enough into waking up and into looking at some things about ourselves that aren't authentic. You know, when anyone's called me out on ways that I'm being that have been out of integrity or hurtful to them, I, I look at it and I really own it and see that actually the way I was behaving wasn't in alignment with who I really am. And if we're willing to be called out and, and take responsibility, 
obviously not over-responsibility, but take responsibility and go, all right, what's really here for me to look at? We can see, well, oh my gosh, I don't want to be that way. You know, I don't like that this person called me out. That was kind of embarrassing. It kind of stung, but this isn't the way I want to be. So let's stop being so afraid to speak the truth and hear the truth. That brings me into my takeaways. Speak the truth. (laughs) I know it's hard, but we got to, we got to. Look at your relationships in your life. Where do you need some boundaries in place? Where are you getting sloppy with your boundaries and how can you put them in place? Find that mama or papa bear, that fierce loving warrior inside of you that will fight for you and stand up for you and hold you close at all times. Find that inside yourself. Give that to that little boy or little girl inside of you. And finally, head over to christinehaster.com slash retreat. Check out Love Amplified. This is going to be a place to find your voice. This is going to be a place to find your truth. And we'd absolutely love to have you. Much love and many blessings, everyone. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It and On With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings. Blessings.